Hey, everybody, this is Fred Ricciani of the TSC News Podcast. I sincerely appreciate y'all checking us out. For those wondering how you can access us, we're everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it, we're on it. We also have an official YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the sports courier. Or you could just search my name, Fred Ricciani, or TSC News. Be sure to enable notifications so you never miss an update. We're also on Instagram at TSC News, Twitter at Sports Courier, Facebook.com slash the sports courier sit back relax and enjoy the latest tsc audio all right let's open it up we are now being joined by scott Cogan. no one good scott kind of a redemption night for some of the arizona ogs uh ryan bader benson henderson getting the wins that they couldn't get in october uh what were your thoughts on the performance from two vets boy i tell you i got tired just watching those guys i mean bader was he had a rough fight. He had to grind it out, and Moldowski is a big guy, and he's no joke. So I think Ryan did what, what he had to do. I thought he won the fight as well. I think it was close, and um, for a minute there, I thought he was going to knock him out in the first round, to be honest. And then Moldowski came back, and he had his own game plan and started taking Ryan down, controlling the wrestling. But uh, it was it was a grind, and, and I'm ha- so happy for Benson because – you know, there's been so many close decisions where it didn't work out for him that he finally got uh, the decision. So I'm really happy for Benson. Both those decisions were pretty close, and people online seem to, to some people scored it the other way for the both of them. How did you score the main event come in? Did you agree with those decisions? Oh, yeah, I agree with the decisions because, you know, they're, it's really just like a fraction of, you know, did this work or that work? It's too close. And I, I honestly, I was talking to, um, um, one of the judges, I said, I, I would not want to be a judge for either one of these fights. They they can keep that job because I have no interest in doing it. <laughs> but it's, you know, close fights. And like I said, look at Benson. Sometimes it doesn't go his way. And the decision, you know, where I thought maybe he would have won, he lost. And and Ryan was, uh, I think Ryan clearly won uh, the fight by, by one point. And that's how they judged it. So that's how I saw it. After the fight, uh, you guys announced Czech Congo, the rematch. So can you talk about the thought process behind rebooking that fight? And does that mean that Ryan Bader versus Fedor will not be Fedor's retirement fight? Yeah, so uh, this is a fight that, um, you know, we've been putting together for a while. And, uh, you know, they fought in San Jose a couple years ago. Um, it was kind of a, you know, like a, uh, I think it was an eye poke or it was uh, something that this, I think it was not a, a very clear decision or a winner. And so... Uh, I go, let's just run it back. And we've been trying to put that fight on it for some, some time. And um, we had a date in Paris that we wanted to go in May. Uh, it's the week before the fight in London uh, with MVP versus Amosov. Uh So we put the fight together. We said whoever wins, Moldowski or Bader, will fight Czech Congo. And, um, you know, Fedor did tell me before the fight, he said, if Ryan Bader wins, you know, I'd really like to fight him for the belt. You know, and I said, well, you know, Congo is going to fight him in Paris, and then we, we can see what happens. But, you know, July, May to July is not a lot of time. You know, we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, this is a very crazy business. You know, things change rapidly. It's a very fluid business. So let's see what happens. And uh, after the fight, Benson came in here and talked to us, and he said that this was the last fight on his Bellator deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you guys think that, that he'll come back? He seemed like he was uh, on the fence. He wasn't really sure what his future holds. Yeah, you know, I had heard uh, that um, he was thinking about retiring. And, um, you know, it's really going to be up to him. But he, he's to me, he's already done it all. I mean, he's been fighting a long time, and he's been a, a great ambassador for the sport. If he decides to hang it up, uh, I think he's done everything there is to do, and, and uh, we would wish him well. Uh, but if he wants to fight, then we'll have a conversation. 
Henry Corrales was back here. He said he also fought out his contract and he was hoping to come back. Is that another guy you're going to have a conversation with as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think he's a talented fighter and, um, I, you know, we'll sit down with him and, and start talking about uh, his next deal. Also a couple of big wins for some some bright prospects on the prelims. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Sullivan kicked off the kicked off with a, a victory. Dolan got a big win. Uh, mm -hmm. What did you make of their performances? In there? Yeah, I think that you saw a lot of young talent that um, that um, are, are on their way up. And uh, Sully is one of the guys. Sullivan is one of the guys that um, that actually a former a former kickboxer a friend of mine, Jean Claude Loyer, an ISK kickboxing champion, kept calling me about this kid. You got to sign this kid. You got to sign this kid. And then Bader called me and said, "You got to sign this kid. You got to sign this kid." And so we did. And and I think that uh, he's looking pretty good. I think a lot of people were kind of looking at Fedor as probably that next guy for Bader. So now that that's off the table, do you have any plans for Fedor or any, any conversations with him yet? Um, I'll, you know what? He and I will sit down probably later tonight or tomorrow morning and we'll have a conversation. But, um, you know, uh, this is his retirement fight. And, you know, it's now that Bader is a champion, it's like, you know, I'm not sure if they will be able to get to, to lock it up at some point, you know. But there's other heavyweights that, that he could fight. So, you know, we'll, we'll find somebody for him that, uh, that makes sense. And just a bit of housekeeping. I mean, obviously, Kayla Harrison sort of been a big mm -hmm. free agent conversation over the last couple of months. It, it does appear as if she's close to re-signing with PFL. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, was there an ever an offer made from you guys? For her? Um, there wasn't an official offer. We talked to his man or her manager, and we talked about you know what would a deal would look like. And uh, I think those conversations are ongoing. I don't think anything is set. I don't think she signed anything. And we'll continue talking, uh, you know, to Ali either tonight or next week. And it's it's you know she's got a lot of offers right now. Uh, and we'll see what happens. And then just lastly for me, just seeking clarification. I mean, it seems like Chris Cyborg and Kat Zagano have been going back and forth uh, on social media quite a bit. Some things have been said. Uh, nobody really seems certain whether they're fighting each other, mm -hmm. if there's a date, anything like that. Can you clarify? I guess, well, I think the, I, uh, I would love for them to fight. I think timing is going to be an issue on that fight when Kat is ready to fight her, and you know, we would like that fight to happen as soon as possible. Um, that is our plan, but we have to have both fighters agree to that plan, you know. So we're talking to the managers and, and uh, cast manager and find out when she'll be ready to one fight and, you know, we should be willing to fight Cyborg. Scott, another oh, follow-up. Uh, I, I don't think you watched it last night because you are at the game, the Suns game, but what did you make of Habib uh, breaking ground in, with his promotion in America? You know what? I was at the game, and uh, I didn't see the fight, but I'm glad that uh, Karatanov won. We uh, sent our guy over there, and, and he had a great knockout. Uh, finished and um, you know one thing about uh, Habib and Ali and Javier Mendez. I mean that we're we've been working together for many years. You know Javier and I've been working together for probably thirty years now. So there's a, a lot of trust and there's a lot of friendship. And uh, Habib is a super honorable you know martial artist, and uh, we we have a good relationship with them and we'll support them when we can. I told them I said look we have a business to run as well. But when we can support you, we will. And, you know, it's uh, there's nothing off the table. Finally, is there any update on A.J. McKee's next fight? I know he's at the top of your rankings, and I think mm -hmm. fans are really excited to see him get back in there. Yeah, I mean, tonight there isn't, but uh, I think in the next uh, couple of weeks we'll have something set and ready to go. But we want to get him back into the cage as soon as possible. Okay, guys. Oh, okay, sorry. Hey, Scott. Uh, after putting together two great cards here in Arizona, uh, 268 back in October and here tonight, uh, do you think there's a chance that you guys maybe come back here by the end of 2022 or any chance you guys come back here anytime soon? 
Yeah, we would love to. I mean, I think myself, my whole staff, everybody loves this building and, and loves the community and, and, and loves, loves the weather in, uh, in, in the, in, in the, in the, what January, February to have a 75 degrees. It's very, very comfortable, very much at home here. But, um, yeah, we would like to come back maybe, uh, before the end of the year. Again, this is a very busy venue. They have a lot of teams going on in here and they have a lot of concerts, but, um, we'll, we'll, we'll try to get something going, but you know, Ryan's going to fight. We'll see what happens with Benderson and we'll see what happens with Corrales. But, I think we'll be back before the end of 22. And lastly, uh, if Corrales does come back to Bellator, uh, would you ever consider rebooking the Aiden Lee versus Corrales fight? Uh, Corrales did pick up the win, but it was a little bit iffy at the end with the eye pokes. So. Yeah, I mean, that's something I'd like to go back and, and talk to my guys and, and see and Jane and see, you know, what they're thinking. But, um, you know, for, for the most part, that's been our, our style is like, you know, and every time we have a fight, it's kind of like you're reshuffling the deck. And so... You know, let's go back and talk about it and see what makes sense. But uh, we can answer that for you next week. Thanks. Okay, we are now being joined by Ryan Bader. Well, well Ryan, congrats on the big Thanks, win. Uh, what's it feel like to get this win in Arizona after not getting be able to get it done back in October? Man, it felt good. Obviously, it was really close, you know. And it, at the end there, I'm like, fuck, that's a toss-up, you know. Um, I felt like I did more damage. Um, but... It felt so good considering the last fight, you know, if I would have had a fight, I lost, you know, but it was a, you know, back and forth or even we went the whole damn rounds, but last fight was just, you know, under a minute. It's just uh anticlimactic, you know, just to go out there and have a, um, you know, exciting heavyweight championship five rounder with a tough, tough dude in Arizona. I wanted that bad. Kind of alluded to, you thought it was kind of a toss-up. Were you so? How confident were you before the judges' scorecard? Man, I'm never confident going to the judges. You know, it's the first time in my life that I was hoping that they weren't scoring it for the wrestling. You know, um, I, uh, you know, I was rocking it. Thank you. I was rocking them pretty good. Um, you know, with my punches, I was seeing everything. I underestimated his his clinch and his body lock. He kept stepping in front of me, this weird deal, and he was stronger than I thought. I've never been like picked up like that, really. Um, you know, but. I just told myself, keep getting up. You're making him tired, and then keep throwing those strikes. You know, at the end there, he was just holding on, and I'm, I probably twenty unanswered elbows to his head. You know, those can't be ignored. And so when we went to the score scorecards, I was like, who knows? I think on online, a lot of people thought it was two two going into the final frame. So how were your corners yeah. like being honest with you between rounds, and what did they tell you going? Yeah, they said it was two two. Got win this round, and. Um, it was uh, it was weird for me because you know I that what third round I got that takedown pretty easy I ran that single, um, but he he has really he, he's uh, really strong his hips are really strong and so I couldn't really blast double him to try to put him on the cage he was just you know he's kind of shorter stocky and uh, he had good hips there so um, it was we knew it was two two they told me it was two two and so you know when he had the body lock I was like I just got to do damage you know. And I felt him kind of, you know, on one of those elbows, he was kind of, you know, felt it a little bit. And I'm like, just keep him rolling. In October, it wasn't really the Arizona fighters night. Now it's like yeah. Henry won, Benson picked up the big win, and then you picked up the win. So what did you make and of the Sol crowd? Sullivan did, Sullivan too. Sullivan did, too. Yeah. So what did you make of the performance of all the Arizona fighters? Man, it was good. We needed that, you know. And, and uh, um, I'm super happy for Sully. You know, he, he came in. He's a beast, man. He's going to be at – fighting for this championship pretty soon at 205, you know, give him some time, you know, he's young, 25 years old, but man, he's light years ahead of where I was when I was his, his age, you know, and uh, um, I'm glad he's getting some exposure now. And, um, you know, I'm glad Benson won some 
you know, it's nice when, you know, we don't have a lot of fights here in Arizona, these bigger fights, and especially with Bellator, you know, second in a long time to come in here and, and uh, you know, have those, that crowd, you know, get behind us and then get a win for them. You know, it's not only for us, man, we've been here forever, wrestled, you know, in front of these guys and, and started our mixed martial arts career here. Finally, they also announced your next fight. I think a lot of people just assumed it might be Fedor, the retirement yeah. fight, but you're fighting Czech Congo in Paris of all places. So what do you make of that, <laughs> that That's a, that's a um, left turn right there. You know, I thought for sure it was going to be Fedor in, in Russia and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, unfinished business, right? I always wanted to get that fight back. And he was talking so much shit, you know, from after. You know, I poked him in the eye. I'm like, dude, there's video of you wincing, and it's in your nose, you know? And then, again, he came up, nice fight, but... I'm going to beat your ass in Paris and all this bullshit, you know, whatever. Um, um, so, yeah, I like that fight. I've, I've been asking for that fight forever. I wanted to run that back before I was going down to light heavyweight. But So now we get to do it. Um, comfortable at this weight. And it's, I'm not – I'm no longer, you know, going back and forth. And so I'm going to be even better coming out heavyweight because I'm – you know, I just fought at light heavyweight in October and then put on, you know, those that weight to fight, you know, in January – and so now I'm, I'm a heavyweight man, so I can just actually um, get into my uh, body. Actually, I was just about to ask about that, so to follow up on it, I mean, how did it feel out there now, being back at heavyweight, especially after kind of having to go yeah. back and forth? Man, it felt good. Um, I was just telling my coaches, like, you know, this fight week and stuff, like yesterday, you know, um, weigh-in day, you know, you weigh in and it takes about four hours before you can even eat, you know, because you're uh, – you know, you got to get the water back in and all that. And so you're, you're really kind of even barely getting going again on Saturday at noon, right? You're getting replenished and stuff. And so I felt good on Friday. Today I woke up. I'm like, man, I feel strong. I feel good. And I can tell in there um, taking shots. You know, he hit me with a couple of good shots and nothing, you know. Um, and I felt fast and I obviously feel strong in there. So heavyweight's uh, my jam now. We talk a little bit about how good of a night it was for the Arizona fighters. For you in particular, I mean, was it nice? Did, was it extra sweet for you to exercise some of the demons from October? Oh, for sure, you know, and um, there's a belt at the end of the tunnel, you know, the heavyweight championship belt, you know, against a tough guy, a guy that, you know, I was a three-to-one underdog in that fight, you know, um, coming in here and, and, and knocking off one of those people are saying one of the better heavyweights out there, you know, um, and he was, and he, he's he's great, you know, but – um, to go out there, you know, get that belt around my waist. You know, I think it made up for that that last fight here, you know, and so this is where I want to be, heavyweight. I mean, you just mentioned the odds. Did it yeah. Feel, did it feel to you like people were counting you out? Yeah, for sure, you know. MMA is a weird, fickle sport, you know. They can look at your last fight, even though it's big guys, small gloves, throwing at each other, we're all the best in the world. But, you know, you, you take a little slip back and people write you off, you know. Um, they don't look at your body of work. It's what have you done for me lately, you know, and uh, – I'm always new, like I was going to feel good coming up, you know, at heavyweight. It's where I wanted to be. And so um, I saw those odds. I'm like, you know, awesome. They're counting me out right now. Now's the time to, you know, shut everybody up and, and you know, keep this train rolling because I know I'm, you know, one of the best in the world and I can be at any given night. Last thing from me, I mean, to have your next foot fight booked pretty much right after yeah. it ends is a little bit unusual. Did you know ahead of time that that was sort of the plan or were no. you kind of just going with the flow right Yeah, now? not at all, man. Like you were saying, uh, you were hearing rumblings about Fedor in, in Russia and all that kind of stuff, you know, and I'm like, guarantee, you know, Fedor's going to step in there and whatever. But my manager grabbed me and he's like, hey, Congo and Paris in May. I'm like, okay. You know, it's actually nice. You know, it's not like I'm getting any younger, right? 
you know, I'm 38, 38 years old and, um, you know, I had a fight in October, obviously here tonight in January, running again in May, you know, let's, let's just rack them up, you know, and so, uh, I'm excited about that fight. Like I was saying earlier, that's a fight that I always wanted to, to run back just because of the no contest, you know, and, um, the shit talking, you know, and, uh, I'm excited, you know, getting, you know, travel a little bit. I've been doing that, you know, my whole career out of different countries. So haven't been to Paris. Hey, you landed a big combination early on in this fight. And I just want to know what was going through your mind. You closed the gap. You saw Moldovsky was wobbling a little bit. Yeah. Um, I don't Honestly, I don't know. Um, I knew I was trying to feel him out. And then we, when we watch tape and everything, he's, he's good at, you know, when you disengage, he throws. And so, um, I didn't know how hurt he was. And so going in there, I didn't want to just stand in front of him and start trading because that's, you know, we, we plan on like stick and move, stick and move, you know, until I actually felt his strikes and saw his strikes. And I'm like, I'm good wherever. Um, but I think I said, I think I tried to take him down a little bit. I figured I could, you know, get my ride and, and, and end it on the ground, but he survived. And if it was a three round fight, I would have thrown kitchen sink at him, but it's a five round fight championship fight. So, you know, I was just trying to be composed. You mentioned the championship rounds. It looked like Moldovsky, especially after that fourth, with how much control you had, was gassed. And I just want to know, how are you feeling as well? Does being in the state of Arizona, your home state, does the crowd give you a little bit of an extra oomph going into that final round? Oh, yeah, a little bit. You know, I wanted to do it, obviously, for myself and my coaches and people that put in time and work with me. But, yeah, man, in, in, it helped a little bit. You know, I, my family and friends are here, um, hometown crowd. You know, I hear him like, come on, get up, get up. And, you know, I was trying my hardest and, and I knew I was going to fight till the very bitter end, you know, and uh, I think that's what won me the fight. You know, he was tired. You know, I was pretty ti damn tired at some points too, but I knew if I just kept working, you know, I had the potential to come out with a win. Hey, Ryan, uh, I had the pleasure of interviewing CB Dalloway earlier this week. I was just wondering... Uh, we talked a little bit about training camp and you doing a five-round walkthrough earlier this week of the fight. I was just wondering what it means to have a Sun Devil wrestling teammate in your corner. What can you say about that? Man, we've been roommates and and uh, I've trained with him every day since, what, 2003? You know, literally every single day in wrestling battled each other. Then we just went into mixed martial arts, you know, and so um, been going with that dude for uh, 20 years about, you know, and, uh, we have a good group, you know, a lot of those guys went into MMA, you know, Kane, CB, Aaron Simpson, John Moraga, Clifford Starks, you know, list goes on, you know, and now we got guys like Sully, Sullivan Cauley, you know, is on this card, ASU wrestler. Um, um, you know, so those guys in that program, man, they, they bred some warriors for sure. And, uh, those guys will always be by my side. And CB said that the champion is going to show why is the champion in the championship rounds. You think that you did that effectively tonight? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that's what won won that fight. You know, um, I went out and won the the fourth and fifth. You know, championship rounds, um, or was it the third? No, you won the fourth and the fifth. Okay, yeah, yeah. you know, so uh, um, I knew. I knew when I started getting taken down, like in a second, I was like, all right, it's going to come down to the end. I know I'm going to go, I'm not going to quit, you know, and I'm looking over, I always look over and I see him and he's, you know, pretty damn tired. I'm like, I can steal this away. You know, I just got to keep, keep going forward. And like you just said, you guys seem to be a pretty bit, pretty, a bit tired going into the fifth round. Uh, 
Do you think that the crowd has any effect on the gas tank when you hear the Bader chants, the USA chants? Does that give a little added motivation to keep on pushing? Yeah, yeah a little bit, belt? yeah. You know, um, I don't need a lot of, you know, more motivation. But honestly, you know, when you hear – it's not just you in there. You know, you could just be like, oh, man, I'm kind of tired. Maybe I, maybe I have this. I can just chill, you know. But when you hear people – that are invested in you, your coaches, your training partners, and then you, the whole crowd, you know, come on, you can do this, do it for us kind of deal. Gives you some motivation, you know? And uh, um, that's why I was like, kind of got locked up in that fifth round. I'm like, I got to hurt this dude. You know, I can't move. This guy's strong, but I'm going to hurt him and go. I'm not, you know, I'm going to go out like that and see what happens. Hey Ryan, congrats on the win. I talked to Benson about this earlier, so I'll talk to you about it. Um, so your place in Arizona MMA, I know you, you said you're getting older. I know you're obviously not ready to hang them up yet or, yeah. or like completely look back on your career. But does it mean something to you, you know, that you can fill a house in Arizona that you, when you list Arizona fighters for history, your name comes up quickly, if not first. Does that mean something to you, like really being the guy that is kind of the face of MMA around here? Hell yeah. You know, it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, I it's it's kind of weird because, I mean, what do I have? I have 39 fights now, you know, um, you know, some not on my record because Ultimate Fighter and all that. And I'm like, how the hell do I have that many fights? You know, I feel like I'm, I'm five years into my career, you know, even though I'm freaking pushing 40, you know. Um, but, it, you know, I've never really like looked back, you know, at my career. And, and uh, um, you know, sometimes I got to remind myself and like, hey, look at who you've beat. Look at what you've done, you know. And um, and so for, for me, it was very, very important to come back to Arizona after that last fight and have a redo, you know, win, lose or draw, just go out there and, and fight my ass off and, and uh, show everybody what I'm all about, you know, and there's plenty more I want to get done, you know, before I'm done and uh, definitely solidify myself, not only in Arizona, but the whole sport.